Hello, I'm Corey Stremmen. Welcome to the Rochester Rising podcast, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs in Rochester, Minnesota. Thank you for spending some time with us today to learn more about small business and the culture of entrepreneurship in Rochester. We hope that you learned something today from a local entrepreneur that can help you with your own journey. Rochester Rising is a part of Collider, a Rochester-based nonprofit that activates, connects, and empowers early-stage entrepreneurs in our community. You can learn more about Collider and how our organization can help accelerate and assist your journey at collider.mn. Today on the podcast, we chat with Leanne Zubay, longtime food-based business owner, about her latest venture, Food Union. Let's get started. Thank you so much for being on the show with me this morning, Leanne. Oh, thank you you're, for having me, and you're welcome. Great. Well, to get started, before we kind of launch into the business side of things, tell me a little bit about you. What are some of your hobbies, interests, and pastimes outside of work? Well, um, I eat, and I like food, and that's about it. Sure. Until I started thinking about that uh, the other day, because I've confessed to that over and over again. I'm pretty limited on where where I go with things in my head. It's all revolves around food. But I really do enjoy um, old things. Like I love antiques and collectibles and things like that. Um, And uh, it's really important to me to use those items over and over again, things Mm -hmm. that were well loved. So I like that. And I really love Halloween. Great. That's about it. (laughs) For fun. Uh, What is your background in work and education before you jumped into business ownership? Well, my work experience has always been around food, and my family has been involved in the restaurant business for 40-plus years. Sure. And so I've done things with my husband's restaurants, but he had a partner. So a lot of times at this point in time, people will give me way more credit about those restaurants than I deserve. I did things. I mean, I, I did all sorts of different things in the restaurants throughout those 40 years. Um, but personally, when my husband was ready to retire, I decided it was time I wanted to be, I wanted to be the, him to be the boss's husband instead of me being the owner's <laughs> wife. And sure. so uh, I decided to open up a specialty food shop and he supported me with that. Very cool. And that was, you know, 15 years ago or so. Sure, sure. What would you say kind of sparked your passion for food and the food industry? Well, I can think about food and to go way back because, you know, your life revolves around what you eat and all the celebrations and things like that. And um, my mom probably won't hear this podcast, so I'll be right up front that she wasn't really a great cook. Sure. And so she assigned me the job really early in life to help her with dinner. And also my dad was a hunter. And so we grew up eating venison, venison mm-hmm. burger. And if you can't cook and you're also using venison burger, it was pretty not good what we were eating all the time. Sure. So I always was looking for it. There's got to be better food out there. And so I was always looking for the better food, even at sure. an early age and started cooking it myself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's uh, no secret that the Zubay family has a lot of involvement um, and ownership in the Rochester restaurant industry. How did that impact the direction of your business ideas and then this current venture? Um, well, that's, yes, that's all very true. Um, if, yeah, the, it's been a long road and again, it's just always food related back in, I don't know what year it was, but when we were in the thick of things of broad street, I was assigned the task of 
kind of bringing the menu up to date. I mean, menu and food changes like fashion. And so I really was thought it would be important to do a chef's dinner or mm-hmm. a tasting dinner. Mm-hmm. And um, then that's what started me looking for different ingredients, things that you couldn't get your hands on basically through Cisco. And um, so I started looking and researching. And once I kind of got that up and running and handed it off to the very qualified chefs we had there, um, I started thinking about people can't get this stuff either. I got to find mm-hmm. it. I want to mm-hmm. find it. And that's kind of how I started my very first venture uh, I think I called it culinary market. Sure. And um, got it rolling by bringing in uh, the hard to find ingredients. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about the businesses prior to Food Union, because the one that you just mentioned, and then um, there was, I'm forget, I'm blanking on the name of Zest. it. Zest, yes, yes. So I've recreated my thing over and over and over again mm-hmm. because I'm stubborn and I want to stay relevant. So yeah, yeah, I want absolutely. something to do. So I originally started over at Rochester Produce, which was a very small grocery store on 2nd yep. Street, and I got a hold of him and said, why don't, why don't you bring some of these interesting items in? And he said, well, why don't you? And so I took a little space in there, and I never can stop at something small. Sure. And so then I opened up Cullen market in that little building that Deason's was in, in the parking sure, lot. Sure, yeah. Uh, well, I want to say 300 first, but it's Tilda's Pizzeria. Mm-hmm. So I started there, and I stayed there for about nine months, and then, of course, my head went larger. Let's add food to the, the idea, and I want a bigger market, and we mm-hmm. ended up where Hot Chip is now. Mm-hmm. My original intent when I very first started it was to keep the food really simple, um, sort of like Panera with beer and wine, like sure. sandwiches, salads, maybe a couple entrees, make it you know really easy going. But it went way beyond that into sure. this very amazing food that came out of the cafe there. Yeah, wonderful. So when did you open Food Union and what have been some of maybe the greatest challenges that you've faced with it so far? I opened Food Union in 2020, so in the middle of COVID. And the reason I did is because I also, after I closed Zest Market, um, I was feeling really quite sad because I that was me and I loved it so much that I decided to open up a, um, a salad place and I called it Let Us Unite and I opened up mm-hmm. in the food court downtown. And... Um, I was really proud of that space and yeah. the delicious food that came out of there. And COVID just took us out. There, there was no hope to get that back again. I lost all the customers, um, the construction added to the COVID, and it, I just couldn't do it. So I closed it sure. down and then felt sorry for myself for a couple of days and thought, I really want to bring Zest back in a different way. And so in 2020, I rebranded it as Food Union and did it totally online Mm -hmm. um, with a focus on subscription boxes and gift boxes. So I sat across the street in the second floor in an office with my stuff surrounding me and did things Mm -hmm. online. Sure. And then I, that, you know, really wasn't going to go anywhere either. So I decided when Olive Juice's space became available in the basement, I'll move down there and give it a shot, see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Was there a reason that you decided to be located downtown specifically? The main reason I'm located downtown is because we own the building and I don't have to pay anything for what I'm doing. Got it. Got I it. probably wouldn't exist somewhere else. I don't know if I could afford to literally pay what you would need to pay for a retail space. Sure. I am doing it because at this point in my life, it's a hobby farm. Um, 
I mean, obviously, I want to pay my bills. That's the most important thing for mm-hmm. me and not take any more personal money um, than I need to. Sure. Um, but that's the reason I'm downtown. Yeah, absolutely. Since being open, have you noticed any benefits or downfalls to being based Super downtown? surprised um, over the last two weeks. First, it's amazing um, that my original cl- cl- um, customers came back and, um, yeah, it was, they just... It was just lovely. It was just the most fun I've had in a very long time. And then I'm really surprised about the people that live downtown because we've never, as many years as we've been downtown, Mm -hmm. there wasn't people that lived downtown. Sure, And that makes a completely different uh, difference and a mindset of what I might do next. Um, I wasn't anticipating that. I wasn't anticipating so many young people being interested in what I had. So um, it's encouraging but you know, kind of scary at the same time. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. It's it's. I love trying to figure things out. So there is that aspect to it. So different, different world. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell me a little bit about the products, events, and offerings at Food Union. So my focus in the beginning, and uh, I guess to still to some extent, is cheese. I'm having. It's a lot harder for me to get my hands on it than it was um, nine years ago when I had sure. Zest Market. Um, but I do love that side of it. Um, I, I did work my way to being a certified cheese professional. So I feel like I like to keep that alive in Rochester. Um, but the ingredients on my shelf are important to me first to bring the stuff that I loved from the market back. And I really want them to be produced by someone that is very passionate about what they do as I am. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't necessarily, I'm not ruling out local, but it doesn't necessarily need to be local. It needs to be passionately made. And um, that's what I'm looking for. And so that's what's on the shelves. Events um, are more like, I haven't quite figured them all out yet, but I'd love to have them be a little bit more intimate than what you would normally Mm -hmm. see in an event that seems to be a popular thing to do. Uh, I want it to be just a few people. Let's hang out and get in depth with something. And so that's my goal to figure things out that way. Yeah, absolutely. I noticed that you also have a blog. Um, what can people find and learn on that pl- platform? Well, my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I pretty much, I don't know. I mean, I do put it out there. There's some there's some things out there. I call it Smack Talk, and there you go, Midnight mm-hmm. Smack. And um, it's just the things that I want to talk about. And I also think it's really important not to forget what was there in the past. And so I think a lot about the restaurants that have come and gone and what the Rochester food scene looked like a long time ago, and I want to remember that and bring it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to look back. We really had... Um, an amazing food scene at one point in time, but I don't know that we understood that we did. I think sure. we took it for granted, and then the next thing you know, we're into chains. So, um, yeah, so I like to write about that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Well, what is a piece of advice that you would share with others considering starting a business? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I get that a lot, and I am just so um, forward in the design and the taste and the products. And thank God my husband is involved with how do you pay the bills? <laughs> how do you set up a POS system? Because sure. I hate all of that kind of stuff. Sure. So I think the best advice I could have is either figure that out on your own or hire somebody or have a partner that can do that. If you're, most people are going to be like me. Oh, I love to put things on a shelf and, sure. and eat nice cheese, but that's, there's more <laughs> to business than that. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing about Food Union and being on the show with me today. You're welcome. Thanks. 
Thanks so much to Leanne for sharing her story. You can learn more about Food Union by clicking the link in our show notes. And thank you for tuning into the podcast today. We are so appreciative of your time spent listening and of your support of our work here at Collider. If you know an entrepreneur who would benefit from the conversation today, please share this podcast with them so that they can benefit from the experience of other business owners in the community. We launched Rochester Rising in 2016 to tell stories of entrepreneurship taking place within the city of Rochester, especially stories that would not otherwise be told, and to take the time to understand each entrepreneur and what their experience has been like in this community. If you find value in this podcast, please consider donating and lending support to Collider's efforts to share the stories of Rochester entrepreneurs and inspire others on their journey. You can find more information about our tip jar and how to donate in our show notes. Thanks for tuning into the Rochester Rising podcast.